Welcome to the Chamber Voice of Business podcast. I'm Steve Cox with the Rogers Law Area Chamber of Commerce. And today we are joined by Michelle Wynn, the co-director of Child Care Aware NWA, located here in Rogers on 8th Street. And we're going to be talking about uh, not just uh, the importance of early childhood education and how that sets up literally generational success uh, for, for students and, and for businesses and things as, as you get them, get, get children educated early and improve that brain development and the importance of early childhood education in terms of a child's maturity and a child's uh, cognitive development and makes them more valuable uh, workers uh, to employers down the road having a more robust skill set. So we're, we're going to talk about that, but also the challenges that have been faced within, within the child care community uh, in light of COVID-19 and, and what unique challenges come from that, how the training models might have changed in terms of teaching new people how to uh, how, how to open and, and operate daycare and early childhood uh, education centers, uh, not just throughout North West Arkansas, but really throughout the country as a whole, because uh, and the world at this point, because uh, that that's really where coronavirus is. So again, we uh, thank you for joining us on the uh, Chamber of Voice of Business podcast. Yes, thank you for having me, Steve. Um, yes, um, childcare and the early childhood provider world has definitely changed with COVID. From cleaning more, they're having to do that, uh, providing health checks as children mm -hmm. are coming to the early childhood center, um, not being able to come in the building. That's a big change for a lot of families when you're dropping Absolutely. off your children. Um, you're meeting the provider at the door. And so that has changed just that communication. You know, it's a little hard on families too, you know, especially having a new child and not getting to go in and do some of the normal things, doing virtual tours instead right. of actually getting to tour the facility can be hard. Yeah, and and with that, I mean, how has that changed your your training model? I mean, I know Childcare Aware does a, a great job of, of educating people on how to open up childcare facilities in light of COVID. Is this just kind of more temporary changes, or do you think that some of the training models that have had to adjust from that for health standards might continue through uh, even even once we're past the threat of COVID nineteen? Definitely. Um, yes, our training has definitely changed. Uh, we are a training hub here for our early childhood providers, providing classes from pre-licensed, you know, business management when they get started and keeping their continuing education hours too. And so soon as um, COVID hit, you know, we did like everybody started pivoting, trying to figure out, you know, we have to continue providing training for our providers. That is one of the key elements um, for that social and emotional, for that child development and for them to just be successful in their career. And so we started providing, you know, Zoom training, of course. Mm -hmm. And so they can now, um, if they're trying to open, and which we're seeing, and I think that's a plus too, that we still have some providers who are trying to open a business. That was my next question. Have you seen kind of, have there been a slowdown or an increase? Because our population hasn't stopped growing. Definitely. Um, well, we've seen with a lot of our providers, definitely the struggle of staying open. And mm -hmm. so that definitely, you know, it scares us that, you know, we don't need them to be closing because we want everybody to go back to work. And the ones that are staying open, you know, providing that extra clean, um, sanitizing, and then also just keeping and retaining their staff has been a struggle too. Mm hmm well, and, and I understand, especially with, with restrictions. I mean, just, just the havoc that it's wreaked on my children who... <laughs> thankfully our past early childhood development <laughs> we're out of diapers here but being in school and and just you know having you know my my son has had to do virtual learning for the past few weeks 
uh, because a substitute teacher tested positive that he interacted with for less than one class. You know, so, I mean, I can only imagine the havoc that that can wreak on a, a childcare facility, especially with, with young infants and children who don't have the vocal skills to be able to communicate that they're feeling bad or, you know, showing symptoms in that manner. So, I mean, how, how has that changed? Like what, what's the challenges that childcare faces now? Yes. Um, you know, when we talked about the training too, that's something we saw also, you know, providing even the childcare providers, um, we've written grants, of course, and we have a training for social and emotional. So we are giving out kits for those providers that they can be working with in their classroom. So mm -hmm. we see that being beneficial. Um, you know, just giving them also those opportunities that after hours on Saturday or different time that they can have those training opportunities too. And so we have that available right now. Um, but again, just letting them know how important they are and that we understand that they're working hard. I mean, we've tried to do a lot of things here in the community, partnering with um, other businesses where one month we provided pizza and some PPE supplies and those type of things and just said, you know, how important they were and that we appreciate right. all their hard work. Because um, families, like you said, our area is growing here still, and we need our providers to stay open, and we need quality childcare too. Yeah, and that's the that's the other other question that that, that leads right into is, is the quality of care. I mean, obviously that that's your mission uh, at Childcare Aware is to is to help train high quality early childcare centers. I mean, how how has that been going? I mean, are you seeing? Uh, throughout the ones that are that are attempting to open, I mean, what what's 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 some success stories that you guys can share? I mean, we we we've, we've all going through COVID and we're dealing with this, but there's been good things that have happened too. Definitely, um, we definitely see with some of our providers. You know, I spoke to one yesterday, and she was just so complimentary, like thanking us for being open, thanking us for giving them uh, supplies. We did mm -hmm. a survey when this when COVID first happened, and you know, the first thing obviously was cleaning supplies that they needed. So we were writing grants, trying to figure out how we could get them supplies. And they just said, you know, they appreciated that support. They were appreciated that they could call us and get wipes and Lysol and extra supplies. And um, we've also written a grant for air purification system. So now our childcare providers in Washington and Benton County, each one will be able to receive an air um, purified system. So that's exciting. That's fantastic. That, that's really cool. And so that's with community support again. That was with Arkansas Community Foundation. So we're very fortunate that you have to partner with the other businesses and look for grants and opportunities. So I think when we're looking at, um, you know, working together and that these children are our future workforce. And so we need to, you know, get the community involved and show mm -hmm. them too that we've got to keep our children safe. Our families have to go back to work. Um, we all feel better when we have that routine that our children are in. We have a stable environment. They're happy. The employers and, are more happy because yeah. their employees have, have a stable schedule. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, research indicates that education and knowledge and training are two of the strongest indicators of a strong program. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we want to make sure, too, that any support that we can be giving them to help them have a strong program and stay open, be successful, are things that we want to continue and help them. 
So um, I guess this is a question I've, I've always, I might've, I've asked you this before offline, uh, before we, we've had this conversation, but, and uh, I guess the, the root of it is why is early childhood so important? Because you, you know, for me, I, I never went to daycare when I was a child. My, I'm, I had a, a stay at home, stay at home mom. Um, you know, my dad had a job fortunate enough that, you know, didn't need to have a two income household. Um, so, you know, why, why does that matter? in terms of the importance of it. I mean, that's just, that's kind of something, you know, could you hear that traditional, you know, nuclear family with, you know, dad going to work and mom, mom staying home that obviously in, in today's society, that doesn't, that doesn't work as well. Um, not that it's impossible, but you know, or that it shouldn't be done or can't be done. It's just, you know, the reality is single parents, you know, things like that. So why, why early childhood? Why, why does that factor in and how does that create a lasting impact? factors in because of having, again, if you have that quality foundation that is working on your child development, helping with social emotional, it's going to help you be successful in school. Mm -hmm. And so that's the goal too, in that you're getting some of that basic foundation skills that are going to carry over when you get to school. And so that's why we need to be working with our providers and helping them the best that we can. And so our kids are successful when they get to school. And it's it's going to help them throughout. And so that's why it's just so important of everything we can do in that we just continue talking about that. This is our future workforce. A lot of times people forget that, that I don't, you know, you hear a lot of times like, oh, I don't have kids or I'm not worried about. It. And I'm like, these are the people taking care of us. These are the ones who are going to be our future leaders. So we really need to be just investing in their education at a young age, how important it is on that brain development that you know by five which is amazing that all those skills and having that provider that is educated and there for that child social emotional that's reading holding doing all those things those attachment and that bonding it's just so important for that child as they get older um, that they have those skills and that they got them at a young age too so anything we can do um you know, just all educating the community, realizing that support with our providers. Um, we've been very fortunate in Arkansas. Um, proud to say that our early childhood providers, they have stayed open. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of them did not close. They might have closed like a week around March or closed, you know, a week or two. Yeah, here. of course. Give their people a break and, and things like that, of, of, of course. But, you know, that, that, that happens <laughs> anyway, even without coronavirus. So it, it is a testament to the resilience and the importance of, of early childhood. And, and people don't think how much child care actually impacts employment and hiring. Um, you know, if you're running a, we'll just use a factory for an example, if you're running a three shift factory that's going 24 seven, somebody with small kids can't work that night shift because there's no childcare facility open. And, and, you know, I don't think people understand that how important that is and how that, how, in your experience, have you seen childcare being a factor of why someone maybe didn't take another job or um, didn't take a job to begin with or turn down a promotion? I mean, have, have you heard stories about that where childcare was a factor in career advancement? Definitely, or even keeping their job that, you know, we've seen where families said that, you know, I can't find the quality childcare, just like you mentioned, I need the night care or I need weekend care. And that's just not available at this time. And so that's what we are talking to our providers and, you know, letting them know too, that with our business that we have here locally and stuff that you have to look at, you know, sometimes changing your hours, um, you might need to be open at six or seven because a lot of our 
you know, bigger companies here, they're going to work at seven. Right. And sometimes we forget about that. And they're like, oh, well, we don't open till 730 and eight. And I'm like, well, changing your hours maybe to meet the needs of your clients too. Right. Or, yeah. or that nice, uh, the, you know, pick up by five. Well, I work until five. So <laughs> exactly. And so those are things too, that I think are key things that when they're going through the pre-licensed training, sometimes we're able to talk to them about that when they tell us kind of their business plan of here's the hours, here's the children. So we can sit down and kind of say, you know, the needs maybe are infant toddler care, or are you thinking about school age care or looking at the different hours too, or maybe where mm -hmm. they're located uh, and what businesses will be using their service too. So anything we can do to help them again, be successful and realize how we're helping our business community too, because a lot of people need childcare and they're going to mm -hmm. be looking for places that are close where they live and where they work and how we can help them be that resource. We'll be glad to. Are, are you doing anything um, in terms of, you know, obviously summer break is, you know, we're in January, but summer break is coming. Um, and that's been a challenge as a parent that that I have experienced where school is essentially, you know, childcare for, for you know, for lack of a better word. Um, but, you know, it's a place for, for, for your children to go so I can come to work every day and do my job. But in the summer, I, I can't justify leaving my seven-year-old home alone for eight hours, you know. So are, are you working with, with childcare facilities that uh, maybe expand during the summer to incorporate school-age children? I know a few of them in the area do, but it seems like that's a that's a tremendous need. And, and I'm speaking just from personal experience, but um, do, do you see that throughout the community? Definitely. Um, yes, we'll start calling our providers that the ones that do after school care and see, you know, are they going to be doing summer care or, you know, spring break. Sometimes we'll have that that week because, you know, a lot of businesses we're still working and that they get off that week. So you're looking for care. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, we definitely we reach out to the different child care centers here in our community and see. And I would say, too, that's one great thing that a lot of our providers uh, when school started in the fall. Some of them actually opened up a virtual classroom or they got computers and they did other things where normally they weren't providing those type of services. Right. But they were trying to be proactive where they said, okay, I'm going to hire one extra teacher. We can have Chromebooks or they can bring their Chromebooks. And so I think that was really good with a lot of our centers here. Um, where they were trying to, you know, like everybody, think outside the box and how are we going to meet the needs of some of our families that are going here that have school age kids that working from home, you can't work from home very successful and take care of a few children, obviously. It's very uh, hard. So uh, believe me, I, I've, I've had it the past couple of days. I, I understand. <laughs> I know. So I think that's one thing good with our providers that they definitely thought of those type of things. And I think with summer starting to um, or starting to think usually around March, April, families start planning, you know, where their children are going to go. So we'll definitely mm -hmm. be reaching out to those programs and seeing which ones we'll be taking. Um, another thing, too, that was great here in Arkansas, um, a lot of our families, there was a central child care money. And so mm -hmm. some families could apply for a central child care and that helped pay for their child care while they were working currently. Okay. So that's been very helpful for a lot of families when you've had the stress of paying for childcare and trying to work and those type of things. So I think they did a really good job on helping families too, just to continue to work because they know we our families need to work too. 
Right. Now, um, this is kind of a question I just, just thought of as, as we were sitting here. Uh, do you think that there is a positive that's come out of coronavirus in terms of early childhood? I, I think personally, people are now recognizing more the importance of it and the the hard work it's not just babysitting your kid <laughs> when you when you're having to do that you know while trying to do your job you know now imagine that times 12 um you know like I, i'm just curious if you think that there is more appreciation or more better understanding of the importance of having quality childcare facilities and early childhood education as people have experienced you know they kind of got to uh, peek behind the curtain uh through by having to have their kids at home so much Definitely. Um, yes, I do. I think, you know, um, childcare is definitely more on the radar now that we're talking more, you know, from quality childcare and how they're having to work harder and stay open. And just families are realizing too that it is essential that these providers are essential to our community and that we need them. And I think one thing that I've heard from just talking to other providers in the community that I think like everything in life that you come together and you work together as a team in that a lot of families who they trust the program they're putting their child into. And so if it's something little like picking up an extra thing of Lysol or cleaning wipes, that they're finding ways like that to support their child care provider because they appreciate them. Mm -hmm. So I think that has been when you've heard like their struggles of, you know, I can go just like us in the community and buy two Clorox wipes that some families are like, oh, I'll pick up an extra one or I'll bring lunch for your staff. Or is there anything that I think, you know, families are appreciative more for our early childhood providers and that we hope throughout this that the business community and that um, being business friendly and realizing that families working and having families, how important and how important it is um, to have good childcare providers for our families to go back to work. Mm -hmm. Um, on, on that, you know, you talk about business, are you seeing trends? I mean, as you know, more and more offices start to open, you know, the new Walmart headquarters is starting to get under construction. Are you seeing more businesses being open to the idea of having on-site childcare uh, options for their employees? Or is that kind of, you know, there, you hear about it rarely, but are you seeing a trend where that's kind of tipping in that direction? We definitely are hearing more where, um, corporations are talking about it more mm -hmm. that, you know, I have definitely had other people who have contacted us and said, you know, because of Corona and before, you know, this was an issue and now we're trying to figure out, um, not for sure if, you know, definitely that we'll see any open for sure yet, you know, it would be great, but, you know, yeah. maybe again, that could be a partnership with another existing facility that we have and mm -hmm. they will be stronger because a lot of the, our facilities are locally owned facilities that, you know, we don't have a lot of chain facilities here in Northwest right. Arkansas. Well, and, and, and so, a lot of faith-based as well, a lot going through churches, uh -huh. um, which, which uh, you know, which, which is a benefit and, uh, you know, that, that they have the space, which is nice by having the Sunday school classrooms and things for their services on Sunday, they already have the built-in area. Yeah. And that is nice because a lot of the churches, they are providing Mother's Day out, or just like you said, having that space and that building there that they can go ahead um, and provide those services too. So I think 
that's the one thing good with Northwest Arkansas that we still are seeing the growth and we're still seeing homes in family childcare homes open to. And so working with both of them, yes, we have lost some facilities, but we haven't seen, we've seen still the growth of them too. And I think mm -hmm. that if we can continue supporting them and helping them get through, um, hopefully the next couple months and more families, you know, they keep telling me the same that they're ready for families to go back to work. So they'll bring their kids back and just to support them. So anything we can do just to reach out and just tell them, you know, how much we appreciate them and they're working hard too. All right, um, just a couple more questions then I'll, I'll let you get back to your busy day. Um, looking at, I, I know one issue that, again, I'm speaking from personal experience and experience of those around me, uh, but the, the cost prohibitive nature of, of some childcare where, you know, I had a friend or you know, a friend of mine has, has two kids in, in childcare right now, and that monthly cost is more than his mortgage. Um, what, if anything, can be done to try to create, I don't want to say low cost because that implies low quality, but more affordable uh, price conscious uh, may, might be a better word um, for, for, for childcare facilities because it unfortunately can be cost prohibitive to get into a, a good program. Yes. That's definitely, that's a hard question, honestly, because, you know, with everything. I like to challenge my guest, you know. <laughs> Obviously, yes, you do. You know, minimum wage went up. So that's definitely a hard one that from uh -huh. our providers to other businesses, you know, that they're having to um, deal with that. And just like you mentioned, you know, when you think of quality, um, you think of cost of care, too. And so they had, it's a business. They have to pay their employees. Mm -hmm. They've got to pay um, for the building and all the extra expenses. And you want to know that you're receiving a good service too, and that they're taking care of your child. But I think the cost is always, Northwest Arkansas is expensive. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, but it's hard. Maybe, you know, I think we would hope that maybe there would be scholarships. There'll be other things out there for some families because there's so many families um, that fit in that middle-class bracket. And so they're not able to get like the childcare voucher assistance program or right. the ABC program um, for three and four-year-olds to be able to go to that pre-K program that so many families would love for their child, you know, the dream universal pre-K for everybody's kid to go. Absolutely. So, I mean, I would hope that more providers, you know, that being family friendly and maybe businesses that um, they could look and figure out how they could partner with other facilities that maybe their staff attend and maybe something could come out of that, you know, just working with facilities, maybe providing scholarship program or some type of um, program for like the healthcare, a childcare incentive for their families too. So yeah, you know. almost like a, a, a uh, you know, you, you get health insurance. It's a, you know, it's an extra, a featured benefit when you, when you work for a business, they give you a childcare allowance or, or something like that. So I don't know, I'm getting way, I'm, we're getting way off topic here, but, um, but I just, uh, you know, that's just, I, I understand that that is a factor, you know, cost does play a role um, in that. And so just, just curious, um, you know, could, could you just, before we close up here, you probably should have done this on the front end, you know, which, which is on me, but uh, just maybe give a little bit of the story of child care aware NWA and what resources you provide and, and how people can get in touch with you. Definitely. Um, Child Care Aware of Northwest Arkansas, we're a resource here in the family, helping families provide child care and providing parent education and training for early childhood providers. So if you want to reach out to us, you can always go to our website at nwachildcare.org. 
and you can call us at 899-6374 and other services from we mentioned our parent education classes um, trainings for child care providers um, and then we also provide an in-home parenting program so we do a young parenting program here in Benton County for young families that are 12 to 24 doing parent education classes with them and going into their home wow i had no idea about that that's that's really cool um, yeah. as a as a former foster parent that could be a very good benefit to the foster care community as well specifically um, partnering with some of those uh, some of those organizations could be I'm, I'm not telling you how to do your job i'm just saying that there's an opportunity there from Definitely. personal experience our parent education classes that we offer too we offer those like three times a week from anger management divorce other classes that we have court ordered we have new families expecting uh, foster anybody in the community can attend our classes and right now the fortunate thing they're all offered through zoom and you can go to our website and find out um, about any of our upcoming classes and if you want to donate volunteer or learn more about our services definitely go to our website or call us we'll be glad to help you all right what's that website one more time nwachildcare.org nwachildcare.org. You say it three times and then it really clicks with people. That's an old radio trick they taught me back in college. So, um, all right. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for joining us today on the Chamber Voice of Business podcast. This was a great conversation. And again, uh, Michelle Wynn with Child Care Aware uh, in uh, Northwest Arkansas. She is the co-director there and nwachildcare.org is a great uh, resource uh, available for the community. We appreciate all that you guys do. You're great chamber partners. Uh, love the fact that you guys are involved in our large industry council and kind of helping spread the importance of, of early childhood education to our larger employers throughout the area as well. So again, thank you for joining us today and uh, we will uh, see you around probably at the next ribbon cutting because you're a chamber ambassador now. Definitely, thank you very much. We appreciate you having me today too. All right, thanks Michelle, we'll talk to you later.